Uh, we are in a sermon series where we're talking about bringing Jesus' love and healing uh, wherever we live, work, play, or learn. And along the way, we would like you to hear not just from pastors, but from normal people. And so I've invited a normal person, uh, Adam Lawler, to come and talk about how kind of that's been going on for him. Uh, Adam is a relatively new Christian, uh, last five or six years, uh, and that happened in part through the ministry of this church, and uh, he works in a tech company, and that narrows it down, doesn't it? And, um, uh, and Adam, I know you've been kind of thinking about how can you bring Jesus' love and healing in your job, so tell us a little bit about that. You had a situation where you got to do that, so. Yeah, I, I found myself in a situation late last year where uh, I had to fire somebody on my team uh, for performance-related uh, issues, and I'd been in a situation before where I had to let someone go uh, for ethical transgressions, uh, but never um, for an inability to perform at the level expected of the role, despite uh, a sincere effort. Um, it felt different to me in some way, and so I was lucky in that I, I was uh, working or stepping into my faith at that time and working through a, a Bible study plan. Uh, and found lots of good, uh, relevant material and learning in there to, to help me through that. And there was one scripture that was kind of particularly helpful for you. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah. I had gotten through the Old Testament um, and was into the New Testament just in Matthew and had read through the Sermon on the Mount. For those of you who have not like, read through a Bible study plan, that was really important for me, the Sermon on the Mount. It's just a beautiful piece and makes you ask yourself why you wouldn't want to be that kind of person. Uh, and then got through that and was, came to a place where a legal expert in the day confronts Jesus and, and asks him what the most important of the laws are. And Jesus doesn't skip a beat. And he says, uh, the first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. Uh, and the second, which is like it, is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And then he says something pretty profound, which is that uh, all the laws of the Old Testament uh, and all the demands of the prophets hang on those two things, which is a really meaningful simplification of the law. And then how did you apply that in this situation where you had to fire someone, which is hard for everyone? Yeah. So I, I wasn't at a place uh, in my walk where I knew really what it felt like to, to love God with all my heart and all my soul and all my mind. I think that's kind of something that you learn over time, and it's particularly challenging for new Christians. But I knew what it felt like to love my wife that way, and I knew what it felt like to love my kids that way. Um, and I think it involves a level of trust that you can share anything with these people and they will always have your best interests at heart and just a genuine thankfulness that they're in your life. And so I was able to apply that thought model to God and just uh, trust God that he wouldn't have put me in that situation lest he was able to bring good from it, even though I didn't want to be in it, and on some level to thank him for the opportunity to, be, to develop myself in, in that way. Well, how did it work out? Um, Ultimately, the, the person on my team, the framework made me take some time, so it made me kind of ask the question, if, if I was going to get fired, how, how would I want that to go for myself? How would Jesus fire someone? How would Jesus fire someone? <laughs> I didn't ask that. It probably should have. Um, and it made me realize there's a right way and a wrong way. Uh, the wrong way, which we see, I think, happen too often, is um, sort of a disconcern for the person's humanity and dignity and the relationships that they built with their peers and an effort to move them out of seat as fast as humanly possible. And the right way sort of honors their dignity and their humanity and the relationships that they built uh, in their time there. And that way takes longer, um, but it, it uh, is more humane. And so ultimately, uh, this person of their own free will self-selected into a new role at a, a new company uh, in a job where his skill set is, is more highly valued 
Um, and some peers came up to me afterwards and said that they were appreciative of the process and that they had felt that it had gone more kindly and smoothly uh, with care and concern for all parties involved. So normal person to normal people, more or less. Um, what was kind of your takeaway? I think that what stuck with me is that, I, and I, I love coming to church every Sunday and feeling the spirit, and I can carry that with me through the end of the day Sunday, and it kind of influences how I you know, uh, work, work about the world. And then you, you hit the job on Monday, and usually pretty early in the morning, you're reminded of the fact that we don't actually live in the perfect world that God has intended for us. We, we live in a fallen one. Um, but, but that doesn't mean we can't bring to bear the teachings that Jesus has given us, and those are all accessible uh, in, in the Bible. And when we do that, a sense of grace and calm and comfort, forgiveness sort of comes over us. And I think that feels great for our minds, but more importantly, uh, it kind of flows through us out into a world that, that needs it. And whether, whether they realize or not that it's coming from an explicitly Christian worldview, they, they will appreciate it. So it was worth it. Yep. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Ed. Let's thank Adam. Thanks,